it's time for a chocolate and coffee break. So grab your cuppa and let's listen together to stories from people of all walks of life that will touch your heart and reveal that opposites are the same. I'm your host, Andrea Putting, and this is Chocolate and Coffee Breaks, where we bring people together in the spirit of love and acceptance. Today, my guest on Chocolate and Coffee Breaks is Deepak Saha, and Deepak is an international speaker on mental health, and he's come today to share with us some of his stories, which are relevant to Chocolate and Coffee Breaks about the need to belong and being a part of community. And I'm sure he's going to have lots of fascinating stories for us, but of course, because it is Chocolate and Coffee Breaks, I have my cuppa. And I have my chocolate. (laughs) I have my chocolate. Today I've got from the Ministry of Chocolate, crisp mint. And it's smelling really nice and I can't wait to dive into it. So one of my favourites. So what's one of your favourite chocolates, Deepak? Well, I just enjoy black chocolate. So you like the really dark stuff? Yeah, but just like a lean or just like a, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, welcome, Deepak. It's a real joy to have you come and share with me today. Thanks, Andrea. But first of all, before we get into your story, I've pulled a question out from my little pack of conversation starters. So we're going to start a conversation. So here's a question for you. What skill would you like to master? I just want to really master the art of confidence. That is a really good one to want to master. I think we all want to master a bit of that question, a little bit more confidence to be able to share who we are and what we have to share with the world in a in a more confident way. I think it's a, a very rare thing to see, and but once you get it, it's very attractive. It is. It is indeed. It's part of charisma and where you have confidence. So Deepak, I'd love you to share with us some of your story about about not feeling like you belong in belong or whether you feel like you've been um, left out in some ways that, that would really Bring home the point to to the listeners about the importance of acceptance and belonging in the world. Well, uh, just a very good morning, everybody. And my name is Tupac. And my story was on when I was completely isolated. And today I can inspire the society. I was wrongly diagnosed with uh, depression back home in Mauritius. And the wrong medication, which led to the wrong setting up of just like putting on weight. And also you get withdrawn with society, completely rejected. And that was, for me, a challenge because I was completely isolated. And when you can just be isolated, just picture one thing, your mind works so quick and just like, and also directed in the wrong way. And Mm -hmm. I'm just, so just like, that was 21 years back. 
And I remember I was just like finishing high school. And that was a big step, turning point in my life, yeah. So what were some of the experiences you had of, of feeling isolated? Well, I just felt I was more like a strong ego that I had. And a male ego is someone who's very just like, he's just like, he knows everything when he doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. Physically, I changed because I just like the size that I was, I just put on weight and I had a big belly and I was called by different names, by different people. And just like, they gave me that, that feelings and that I was very much being ashamed. Mentally, I didn't know how to think. I didn't know how to have a thinking process because it's just like when you just like feel isolated, your thinking process comes, you, you lose it completely. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I saw, like myself, my, with people just around me when I came to Australia in 2002, and I just felt it's a new country. It's a cultural shock to see different people, but just like people just saw me in a different way. And I was just like, honestly, I was just, I didn't know what I was doing. People knew what I was doing. People were just saying to me things, but I wasn't being receptive. And when I came to Australia, the doctor that I had in uh, first doctor, he continued the same treatment without any uh, thorough analysis of what's going on. And my mom was coming to Australia to Perth uh, every six months for my exams. She was bringing her medication all the way from home. We didn't have any medication from here. And we didn't know. And I just to, be conf- to confess to you today, Andrea, it's, it was a shame. And I didn't know this. And I was I just, now I'm just like, I can inspire the society. How I change going to a gym because when you get the mental fitness going on and also physical and being surrounded by beautiful people a new doctor changed my medication despite of his age and his experience i will tell you that change came in also the a new environment i'm living in and also doing the speaking journey with some speaking institute was a turning point where I shared my story to an unknown audience in Sydney last year in 2019, where it was a beautiful turning point. I'm pleased to say this to Ifato Yandra because we met in Gold Coast for the last tribe conference. And also the change came in. I want to have a change. The outlook has allowed me today not only inspire me, you, with the whole world today. Because people are just like, we, we can just go through for sure. Hard times. But if you just provide the magical word of smiling to people, you inspire, you inspire my strangers. I know my parents did a lot, but I'm a complete stranger, but I love what I'm doing. I have been enough now. What's a change? Do you find that... <clears throat> There's a difference between the way people treat you when you smile 
to when you didn't smile? It did. It did. Because when before I changed my my second doctor, I had a gloomy, moody face. I remember one of my neighbors, I was in real estate at the time, and one of my neighbors, that was in 2014, and one of my neighbors said to me, Dips, like, can you smile? And I said, what's, what's this word smiling? I said, mm, I'll just smile. <laughs> Natural. But some people, they, it's culturally not accepted to smile because you, you, you have a thinking process. But I just don't care. If I can smile to the society, an unknown society, and this has led me to one thing which is great, the contact with people, just in one second, I can just make a contact with someone just by smiling. And it's, it's uplifted my confidence. And maybe someone like, say, I just meet Mary on the street and someone did, she had a hard day and someone smiled to her. And now she's enjoying her day. Yeah. Mm. I was watching a, a video blog that you put up the other day on social media about belonging and how important that is. Do you want to share some of that with, with the audience about that importance? Belonging, it's a really, it's beautiful. Uh, one of the uh, ingredients for my teaching framework, how to be kind and bring joy to people. Mm-hmm. So belonging, when you just have a sense of loyalty, you belong to somewhere. And also, it's that you're just on the ground. You just really enjoy the passion of the company of the society. When I say the society, it can be animals also, and be plants, because we're all living things, living in this planet. And the sense of belonging has allowed me because one of the things that I didn't mention in my social media, I mean, on Facebook, is what belonging is that I didn't have a sense of belonging before. When you can just try, uh, you inspire people, you inspire your society, you're growing. It's important to belong. You have a sense of belonging, like the French word, Appartenance, you, this, this is for you. It's not like for you, but just like you, you form part of it. And also you have a loyalty in it. So what have, how have you found that place in your life that you have gone from not feeling belonging to finding belonging? I think it's just like, I mean, for me, when I, I mean, I went through a hard time in my past, I mean, my early 30s and 20, I mean, my 20s and 30s. And the belonging is that when I was back in Mauritius, in my home country, and I didn't have this sense of belonging because people were just like rejecting me and calling me by names. Not Deepak, but calling me, how come you, you, you put on weight? You feel that humiliation. Yeah. And the way it was just like for me, I didn't belong to this world. 
And I shared this to everyone. I was always just like ready to leave this world. I'm not here to share about more. I mean, I can share about it. But how it was just like for me, I was acting selfish to myself because I didn't have a defense for it. And even like, I remember like when people call you names, how come you put on weight? But it's what we see it. We don't know what I'm going through. And the same people are just, or today I'm just like respected like any, and just like, because I'm doing international speaker, I'm just inspiring people. I mean, I'm not going to put them like as a grudge, but I'm sharing this to you, Andrea, today. It's that people are just people. They just like, they can change their turning, they change and have a thinking process. And for me, I just, what I do, I do my stuff because I love it. I have a passion because I love talking and I'm sharing my message. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And for me, when I, I stop and think about diving into my own stories of belonging and not feeling like I belong and then feeling that I, and then finding that sense of belonging, very much a part of that has been that drive to contribute to the world, to make a difference. Because I find that when you go out and make that difference, you get involved in community, then you find that acceptance and belonging that we all all crave. So is that something that you've found? Well, I'll be uh, just honest. Uh, when I was um, going through the hard time in my life I just didn't know what um, I was doing because my just part of my mental wasn't working yeah. so that, that thinking process of helping the community hmm. before uh, wasn't involved in my mind because I had to help myself because I didn't know what I was doing yeah. and that doing change in a way that I was more or less uh, lost in a way I was lost on my thoughts and I was completely in, um, in a way that belonging for me. It was I had to change my way of looking at things. But it was very hard. Just picture one thing. Uh, I, had, I was living with my parents and also just like the same doctor that I had back when I had my depression. So the same medication, so the same um, routine was going on. Yeah. And I wasn't doing any physical fitness. I wasn't motivated. Yeah. But for me, when I came for the, I mean, you might have seen it also, the direction that I took is when I met the guys, I mean, from uh, when Sam, Christiane uh, came to Perth, and half the Speakers Institute, and half it just in a way that Christiane and I, we just straight away became like brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And that was a click. That was a click. Even like Sam, because his mom and my dad comes to the same city in India. But one thing that wanted to happen is what, is what changed me. What changed me is that some people uh, went through hard time, harder time than me. Mm. 
So why did I just be like being stubborn to myself? And there was this sort of a, like a, my ears were walking. I'm just like, I'll just do a boot camp. Try it in Sydney. Yeah. And now I'm doing a protege and now I'm finishing a protege. And it's important to just value who you are before you value people. Now I can just value the community because, yeah. Yeah. To me, I find that what's part of my thinking through this whole situation is that it really helps somebody to come out of of these kind of situations to find that sense of belonging and acceptance. What really helps is for when some one person can reach out to them and to find that if one person can make you feel like you're important enough to have a conversation with, if one person can can make you feel heard and listened to, that can be the turning point. That can really change someone's whole outlook on on themselves and that on their lives. So like you were talking about how you connected with, with Christiane, I mean, that would have made an enormous difference to being able to make that next step in your journey, to be able to come out and share who you are in the world. Is that something that you find have, have found that that just kind of catapulted? Do you know, um, Christiane, Sam and Ruth, I mean, these three were here in Perth. I mean, they came in for one day, you know, for this mm-hmm. um, conference uh, to, to promote the boot camp. Christiane knew my weaknesses without I shared to her. Yes. And I'll say this to be shared but Christian and Sam, it's just like it's a beautiful thing that you've done. It's nothing. No one in my family has done it to me. Mm-hmm. I'll just be honest. Christian is more like a sister to do. I will yeah, say she's like a sister to me too. So you and I must be brothers. So, so we're brothers and sisters. <laughs> we are a whole family. <laughs> how it changed my life is how Christian got me in the boot camp. And I will be faithful to one person who really pushed me is Jody. Yeah. Jody. Yeah. And how, because she knew that I was going for a hard time. All these people, and even like, I remember there was uh, different people, Kate, mm. Sam's wife. How she really nurtured me in a way. Where am I today? Yes. It's just like I talked to in the speakers tribe for India two, some weeks back for their national day. And also for, um, I'm invited for one of the Zoom meetings like next year for in France. You know, there's a global women's conference. And now today I'm so pleased and honored to be part of your uh, podcast, Andrea. And also uh, just like what, What's the limit going to be? Because it's when you, it's like a food web. Christiane wanted me to get in a boot camp, obviously. But she talked to me and in a way, and also there was always that brother and sister relationship 
And it's just people have to know this. It's not only what you invest, it's also what you get back also. Yeah. It's just a love back. Yep. Thank you, Speak Institute. I mean, yep. I mean, the tribe. So, yeah, so this is really part of, of the message that I'm trying to, to share with the world is that we as individuals can make that difference to somebody who doesn't feel, who may not feel like they belong, who may not have the confidence to step out and to shine their light. Sometimes what it takes is someone else just to reach out and share those moments with them to share in a, a chocolate and coffee and have a conversation and share in that message that you are worth it, you are important and give you the opportunity to, to share your story and, and, like I said, to shine your light. So, and that's what they, these people who in, in our community have, have, have done for you. They've given you that opportunity to to feel your own value and worth in the world. And that's something that's really important. It was just a trigger that I think what but, um, what everybody's doing now, I just say everybody because I know everyone, but just like, it's just, just like a, um, do you know when my neighbour said to me to smile and I was just pretending a, like, like a fake smile, yeah. but when I, I mean, I'll share more later on, is that half the transformation is that you have people who are here to just, like, not support you, but to cherish you, your real value that you can bring. And no one knew this and just, like, well, and I'm so grateful. And just I don't mind sharing this, like, what she, I mean, she's just, I mean, everyone's such a beautiful people. They have earned their own beauty in themselves. Yes. Even the boys, even the boys, like Warren, Damien, everyone, they're just like, <laughs> I don't want to be. Okay. I mean, We're I know you're. We're having a Speakers Institute love fest instead of a chocolate and coffee break, but it, that's okay. We can include them because because that's a very important part of both of our, our lives and our stories. <laughs> I think your tribe, I mean, your speaker's tribe, yeah, you have Hassan, you have his wife, Sharifa, and mm-hmm. it's like Warren, all had, and Damien all had their part and just like, you can do it. You can just yes. do it. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, it comes back to that to that whole thing about people having, other people having belief in you. It's it's like they're other people providing those stepping stones for you to just step up onto and to step and to keep climbing to become who you are. And when you just know one thing in life, Andrea, but you're not the only one to do it, mm. to know I mean, to get it. You're just not the only one to be isolated. You were just lucky but you had people like Christian and everyone and so on, I'll say and so on. Yeah. They came in, they came in, at least they would just wake me up. Yeah. How many people are in this world are just like like sleeping, not knowing their talents, but they can go out to people, to reach people and say, people, you can do it. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've been thinking about 
this because I has st- I'm still in, in, in lockdown in Melbourne. You're not in yeah. Perth. We've been in lockdown pretty much since March and now's September and we've still got another seven weeks at least to go. So I've, I've been re-experiencing what it is to be alone and isolated, to remember to the times when I have felt so alone and so isolated and so cut off from the world and just remembering that deep sense of not being contributing a world, not being able to do anything to share in the world and then recognising, and then that's allowed me to recognise how important these things that we've been talking about are, about that other person reaching out, understanding, recognising that you have something else to give to the world, something of greater value, and that's something that I just cannot speak more highly of the importance of that in each person's life. So it's 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 an interesting it's been an interesting time. It's really been interesting to to re-examine and re-explore feelings of isolation. <laughs> so if you had advice for people um I'm trying to find that sense of I'm going to say belonging, but it's it's also finding that sense of purpose, which I think the purpose helps you to find your belonging. What would you what would you say to them? Never give up. Mm-hmm. Never give up. But just uh, to explain to you the word of never give up to people, it's very hard. But also just provide some white people because since I was uh, just like school I mean back when I was a kid I always loved talking and that depression stopped me but I'll say to people always reach your dreams because you had to just do what you like don't decide by your parents what they want you to be mm-hmm. it's not like my parents have decided for me but always try to achieve your dreams Make it a real thing for you because everyone is different. We are all different in this world. We have a different thinking process. If you just want to be like myself, I wanted to be doing politics before, but mm-hmm. then I just, because of a depression, had stopped me and we didn't, I didn't focus for it. I wanted to do law and I never turned out to be law. But it's what is my dream. But that was my depression that stopped me and also how it went, the setback, everything. But I'll just say to people, make your dream come true. Achieve it. Just have this power on yourself. Empower yourself in a way that you can just have a thinking process. Be yourself. Always try to interact with people who are just going to be encouraging you. Encouraging can be very much criticize you in a way very positively how you have to do it, but people who just have experience. I just always be surrounded yourself by good people, positive people, like I'm doing now. Yeah. Yes. 
And that really does make the difference. I know we... Get away from a toxic energy with people. Because yes. toxic people, they just want to put you down because they're just like they have a different way of thinking process. Yeah. yeah we won't go. Yeah. That importance yeah. of finding people in your life who are going to uplift you, support you, encourage yeah. you to to be all that you can be in the world. And that's just be you. So just important. be you. Don't be. Don't try to think that because you have to impress the your partner or anything because you're doing these things. Don't ever impress anyone. Impress yourself first. When you impress yourself first, it's going to be radiating on your face, yes. and everyone is going to be attracted by you. Yeah, that's a great piece of advice, Deepak. Thank you for that. So, thank you for your time today. I've really appreciated it. And if anyone wants to have an international speaker on mental health, they can get in touch with Deepak because I know that he'll give you great value. Thanks, you. And I just thank you, yeah, thank you for being here. So we have um, this whole journey of chocolate and coffee breaks is really important and, and really showing to be a wide wider stream than I ever thought of but giving people the opportunity to speak to each other and understand a little bit about what it's like to walk in someone else's shoes. So, yeah, thank you for for being here. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you. And that's all I have for today. And we'll be back next time with, with more stories from around the world. Thank you for joining me today on Chocolate and Coffee Breaks to download our resource pack for your own chocolate and coffee break experiences and join our community, head on over to www.chocolateandcoffeebreaks.com. Join us again next time as we explore more stories that will touch your heart and reveal that opposites are the same. Meanwhile, share a chocolate, have a cuppa, Enjoy a conversation and change the world.